0: football I'm Bobby Burton uh joining me today is uh Jerry Hamilton uh we're going to talk about the happenings this weekend in Austin uh leading up to signing day um just for everybody to know though I mean because we do it does take a while to cut this video and then post it to uh YouTube and or to uh send it to a podcast on Apple we're we are starting this video at 4:15 central <laughs> so if something happens in the next 30 minutes or 45 minutes And then the hour or so that it takes to get up live on on YouTube, please forgive us, but we are going to go ahead and go. Huge news on the 40 Acres this weekend in the name of two huge linemen. Uh, Let's start there because it's such a big need. Go for it, Jared.
1: Yeah, uh, Kelvin Banks uh, got the party started on Saturday. Uh, He came up to Austin with his mom and dad, uh, committed at 1 p.m. to the Longhorns, and look, obviously, then. Cameron Williams. I'm, to, I, I'm leading the Cameron Williams. Then Cameron Williams, the on three consensus, four star from Duncanville, one of the biggest human beings we've seen in years, <laughs> committed to Texas today, Sunday. And the reason I mentioned them both is because they're both Oregon commitments. So they obviously, they'd gotten to have a little bond there, right? Kelvin Banks committed to Texas um, for a couple of reasons. One, that's a school he'd always wanted to go to. And two, obviously, there's a family uh, medical condition that I, Inside Texas has been talking about for weeks and On 3 has been talking about for weeks that could lead him to making that decision to stay closer to home. It was made a lot easier for Kelvin Banks when Mario Cristobal took the Miami job because then you know, don't have to make that call to one of the best recruiters in the game and tell him I'm not coming. Yeah. So that really expedited the process if you ask me. Cameron Williams decommitted obviously uh, uh, last week after the news of Mario Cristobal going to Miami became public. Um, In speaking with somebody at Duncanville with Cameron Williams initially when that happened they said it would be Texas and Texas A&M as the two schools. Well Mario Cristobal obviously doesn't give up. He came in and made it in home uh, because Cam had made an official visit to Miami in June, came and made an in-home, was working on getting him to hold off until February. Um, Florida came in and offered, but that really wasn't happening. But when I was told Texas and Texas A&M were the two schools for Cam Williams, well, that obviously was going to lean to Texas. He made official to Texas. He'd been back for a game this year to Texas. He had a really good relationship with Kyle Flood. Um, and even though Texas was later off for him than a lot of schools, there is was still a relationship intact there. Uh, so th- both of those guys, I mean, let's let's add that up. What One guy's 6'5", the other guy's 6'6", one guy's 3'5", and the other guy's, I don't know, 375, 380, depending on when you weigh him. Um, and so you got about 700 pounds of offensive linemen coming in. And uh, Kelvin Banks, I think, is a left tackle. I think he's a franchise left tackle in college football. Um, Cam Williams... Price starts his career guard, could kick out the right tackle. We'll see what he does when he's down to 355, 360, right? I mean, that's going to be the key.
0: Hey, I told you this uh, off air, or actually via text earlier. Cam Williams is the largest human Texas has signed since Leonard Davis. Yes. I mean, maybe Desmond Harrison is in that category, but Desmond wasn't as thick. Right. right, I mean, Desmond was more like six eight, six nine type guy.
1: For those that haven't seen Cam Williams, and you wouldn't have seen him on a basketball court, look, he's not going to get minutes on the Duncanville varsity team. They're number four in America and just beat Montverde Academy, uh, the number one team in the country. They start five future high major kids, essentially. But Cam Williams played on the same AAU team with Arterio Morris, the Texas signee, a five-star point guard. And I didn't even know he was playing on the team, honestly, when I went to see Arterio in the spring. But seeing Cam Williams in a XXL basketball jersey and uniform, (laughs) it was just the tightest fitting thing you've seen. But what impressed you about Cam Williams in person on a basketball court is people like, oh, he's 6'6", he should be able to dunk a basketball. How many 390-pound guys are there on a basketball court? One that actually play in games with really good athletes. But yeah, he, and I put a video, but it was like the fifth dunk because I didn't expect the first dunk in the layup line. <laughs> but just the fact that he just easily dunks the basketball, but then you watch him run up and down a court and it's an it's an agile athlete. He's not a just a big human being. He's got natural athleticism uh, to him. So his upside is scary. Um, we'll see if he gets to that ceiling, but if he does, watch out.
0: Think about this. Some of the guys. I'm just thinking through it right now. Uh, most of the, the guys that play basketball for Texas. That, uh, yeah, but think about this. Uh, Morrow, excuse me. Uh, uh, Alfred Collins, basketball player, very yeah. athletic. Right. I mean, compared comparatively to Vondre Sweat, Sweat for his size, yeah. athletic. Played high school basketball. Uh, Cam Williams. There. Think about Kel- Kelvin Banks. I'll say this too. While Cam Williams is the largest human, Kelvin Banks is the most impressive offensive lineman Texas has signed in a long time. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I watched some, some film of both of those guys. They're both very impressive. Kelvin Banks is a physical football player. Um, he You can tell he seeks contact uh, and, and really is, is terrific. So those two commitments, uh, both of them just big for the Longhorns, Banks, Williams, Uh, Then you add them to Cole Hudson uh, out of the Frisco area, Connor Robertson out of Westlake. And and now Texas is looking at maybe six or seven as a possibility. Devin Campbell is the next one theoretically to, to, to go. um, And Texas looks good there. He's the young man out of Arlington Bowie. Uh, Where is that situation as far as you know, right now?
1: Yeah. And and let's begin with obviously banks. I'm going to throw something in there. One, those two commitments, Texas is up to the number six recruiting class in the on three consensus rankings. For those that follow inside Texas, go to on three.com, pull down team rankings. You can on that team rankings tab, you can see the on three consensus team rankings as Texas is sitting there at six. Um, On Kelvin banks real quick, Bobby, I totally agree. His junior year, he was not a finisher to the ground in the run game. His contact power And just the authority of it wasn't the same as it is as a senior. And he even mentioned that in a recent interview I did with him. He has gone from a five-star pass pro prospect to a five-star all-around prospect this year. I mean, he has just been awesome in the run game. Against North Shore, he answered the ball bell physically every Friday night against good competition. And that's a big for him. Devon Campbell, look, at. It's been an interesting week with Devon Campbell because he, for a long time he was scheduled to announce at the Under Armour All-America game January 2nd. Earlier in the week, it was he's going to visit USC. Uh, that got canceled, and I think that's because Beaton Ball, US, uh, USC didn't have an offensive line coach, and what he liked about Oklahoma in June was the continuity between Lincoln Riley and Beaton Ball. Well, well, that's gone now because Lincoln Riley goes to USC. Beaton Ball doesn't immediately go with him. Now it he doesn't, doesn't go at all. Nothing going off. all easy, yeah. ball staying at OU now, right? So then there was the possibility to visit Georgia. Well, I, they didn't do that. And Devon's playing basketball this year, so he played in this high school basketball tournament this weekend. That's why he stayed in Arlington. So this deal is coming down to Texas, USC, and Alabama. And he Alabama has done a great job with him. Nick Saban didn't make an in-home last week with him. Now. Part of that, maybe the thought was, okay, he's going to drag this out a little while and I have some more time. Maybe he commits January 2nd, doesn't sign until February, right? I mean, there's so many things going into it. Steve Sarkeesian and Kyle Flood made their in home on Thursday. Uh, and I I just think this thing's trending heavily back to Texas. Um, he's no longer going to commit January 2nd at the Under Armour game. It sounds like he's going to sign December 15th. Um, so, if that is turns out to continue the trend that way then I think Texas is in a really good spot
0: yeah it could be in the next 72 hours really anytime uh, yeah. and and we're, we're looking for that uh, possibility um Malik Ogbo young man out of uh, Seattle area in Washington state of Washington uh, is announced today that he's announcing his decision 2 p.m Pacific on Wednesday 4 pm uh, uh, 4 p.m Central.
1: Yep, uh, Malik Ogbo, consensus four-star, uh, on three consensus four-star inside offensive lineman, likely a guard, really good feet, good athlete. Uh, got a little reshape the body a little bit, but good player. That is Texas, Auburn, Miami, Oklahoma. Really, Auburn seems like it was the main competition for Texas, at least in the last couple of weeks. I think Texas is in a really good spot for Ogbo. Um, so you know, if Texas does get Campbell and Ogbo, you're sitting at six offensive line. Do they go?
0: Do they go to seven if they can get um, either Neto Umiozulu or yeah. Cam Dewberry to go their way?
1: Yeah, I think if a Neto called and said, "I want in," I think they take him for sure. I mean, right. I think Cam Duberry's trending pretty heavily to A and He 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 did not make it to Austin uh, today. Uh, To my knowledge, as of earlier this afternoon, he stayed two days at Texas A&M, so that's probably a pretty good indicator. Um, The other one's Ernest Green. Obviously, we wondered, is he going to show up on USC's campus this last weekend before signing day? Scott Schrader for On3, the USC site, reported he's on campus at USC for an official visit. So suddenly, is Alabama's league going to evaporate and Texas being right there? Is that going to evaporate? We'll find out. Um, So I think Neto... And he's at Oklahoma this weekend, so I think a wild one of those guys would have to be a wild call card. Just call, and then Texas take. It, it says yes.
0: All right, so I, I think we broke down the big commitments from Kelvin Banks out of uh, uh, the Humble area, Greater Houston. Cam Williams out of the DFW area, Duncanville. Um, all right, uh, I can't believe it took us ten minutes or so. I don't even know how far we're in ten minutes or so to get to Quinn Ewers. <laughs> um so the quarterback uh, recruit from uh from South Lake Carroll should have been a high school senior this year um graduated early went to Ohio State originally committed to Texas um now is in the portal Texas is in heavy pursuit right um what is what's your thoughts on on uh on uh, Quinn Ewers right now uh on campus this weekend obviously any any insider thoughts or, or feelings there
1: yeah, I, I think there's been more confidence from the Texas side than Texas Tech side in the last 24 hours for sure. Um, but, you know, the longer it goes on, maybe, you know, maybe you get a little more ner- – you get a little nervous, right? I mean, the longer this thing goes on and plays out, you get a little more nervous if you're Texas, if you think you had that this deal done. Um, but, look, I mean, I, I, still, I, I still think you – know, I've been wrong before in this business. We've been doing it 20 years. I, have, but I think the kid's going to follow his heart back to where he originally wanted to go. At the end of the day, I think that's what's going to happen. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers: hands off my. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
0: And that was Texas. We we, we talked about this before, but he uh, he uh, grew up a big Texas fan. Uh, was initially committed to Texas. Uh, then uh, Tom Herman basically just pulled a Tom Herman and, and thought he was uh, yeah whatever. I don't know what he thought. Anyways, um, I think that uh, Ewers is going to be one of those guys that um, helps. Take this class to that next level. We talked about Banks and and uh, Cam Williams, but you are certainly elevates it even further. I do want to mention though the qu- other quarterback that Texas is is uh, uh, taking in this is uh, re- has recruited in this class that Starkeyshen was in on early is Malik Murphy. Uh, he helped his team to the state championship on Saturday out in California.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and Malik has shown. Um, he's a higher completion percentage, uh, better TDI and T ratio as a senior. So there's some signs of progress there. I still think his best football is way out in front of him. Um, and, and matching him with Ewers, if he's patient, would actually be a really good fit for Malik because he gotcha. needs developmental time. Gotcha. Um, Bob, Bobby, by the way, we got to mention. There's some interesting news out there. It could affect some recruitments here. I mean, look, Texas is going all, all in. They've been all in. They had an in-home last week with Terrence Brooks, right? Ohio State's Ryan Day was in last week, the same night Sarkeesian was in. Texas A&M was in there. Um, and there's rumors that the Bears are looking at Ryan Day to be the head coach. And and look, I don't think it's a rumor. I think it's somebody you said it's pretty credible.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's Jason Laconfora, uh, who is – well known, I mean, uh, you know, uh NFL reporter uh, is saying that Trace Armstrong, an agent, uh is and also former player, is looking at an uh executive level job uh with the Bears and Ryan Day and he may be a package deal to the Bears. Lock and four is not a guy to just throw stuff out there. Right. Um, and so you know, take I don't I don't know the answer there, but it's interesting. Uh, but, well, I, I
1: Yeah, here's why it matters real quick, Bobby. A kid like Terrence Brooks signs Wednesday as an early enrollee. Anything right now that 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 roughs the waters a little bit is positive for Texas.
0: Yes, no doubt. I want to go over three kids that visited officially real quick because we didn't even get – I mean, that's how much stuff's going on. Um, Terrence uh, Gibbs, I believe, uh, the running back out of – is it Winter Park in the Orlando area? Yep, Uh, in Florida. Uh, Savion Red. Uh, uh, athlete, quarterback, but he's not a quarterback. He's a running back, linebacker, slot, just a ball player out of uh, Grand Prairie. Uh, And then Zavion Bryce, uh, the DB out of uh, Arlington Seguin. Those three were on official visits this weekend. um, And we don't know really where where things sit with, with all of those guys. Bryce is the only one we know for sure who said that he's announcing on Wednesday. Between Texas OU, where he stayed, he has been committed, and Texas Tech.
1: Yeah, Xavier on Bryce. You know, I think it comes down to Texas and Oklahoma. I'm not sure Tech did enough on that official visit, December third. Um, the interesting thing with his recruitment is, you know, Brent Venables replaced the whole defensive staff, so it's starting over in a recruitment in short time for a kid that's signing uh, Wednesday. Um, it, it, I think it's a, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Texas does, juggling the defensive backs and potentially a numbers game. I'm not sure I buy this whole huge numbers crunch thing right now. I, I'm not sure I buy it. I think that's a little recruiting talk. Um, but Xavier Bryce is a talented athlete. He's a long-arm kid. Um, could he, does he play corner? Does he play safety? Does he play nickel? That's going to kind of be the, to be determined at the next level. But he's a really talented player. Uh, Terrence Gibbs is, is the most interesting one because uh, inside Texas, Justin Wells, Joe Cook, or around Texas on Saturday and saw him, saw a kid come in and just kind of looked up pictures of being good at what they do and said, hey, is it Terrence Gibbs in? And then we got that confirmed that Terrence Gibbs is on campus. Look, before his knee injury his junior year, I saw him when he was younger, Bobby. Terrence Gibbs was a top three running back in this class. He was phenomenal if you go back and watch the sophomore tape. I mean, he was he, he was big, big time. He's. It's been a slow recovery for him, and, and you wonder how long or if he gets back to close to 100%. So I don't think it's a guarantee that Texas is going to take him in this class. Um, I think that's just going to have to come down to it a little bit more um, to see where the numbers are at. Savion Red, I, you know, look, I, Texas needs to take a kid like this. They need to take the, the physical 5'11", 205-pound kid that loves football and loves to knock out the guy he's lined up across or so whether he's care- you, you mentioned Roshon Johnson same thing whether he's carrying the football catching the ball whatever he wants to win the one-on-one <laughs> battle physically you know Texas who here I, I thought first. about this
0: I thought about this in another comparison for him if he go, if he flips to defense is Greg Eisworth. yeah I mean the the, the young God. man that, that's a great one yeah went, went to Ole Miss originally but then transferred to to uh, I think uh, Iowa State I know he transferred to Iowa State and I think he was all conference a couple of years i mean yeah and, and, good football and, player.
1: Yeah, and he'll make money playing football
0: yeah exactly he's a, he's just one of those football playing dudes uh that you and i are uh, i i think that was a if everything checks out and he and he's ready to go academically and athletic and all that stuff i think uh that was a good eval all right so you mentioned i'm now we're going to turn to uh, i mean i'm looking at this list right now still jerry <laughs> Uh, and it is, I, I'm trying to figure it all out. There's left on, on the cuff right now, Larry Turner Gooden, right. At, at, is, is still out there. He's supposed to announce, we think on Wednesday, but he hasn't met, he hasn't set up an official time. I don't think. Uh, outside of Terrence Brooks, Texas continues to recruit Bryce Anderson. He, he's been locked into A&M for so long. We just don't know uh, the seriousness or, or whatever it may be going on there. Denver Harris. Visited A&M officially this weekend. That looks like, and I'm just trying to give the the. I know we've talked about this. That gives the appearance that A&M is the likely landing spot for him. But again, it's not final. Kendrick Law was at LSU this weekend. He's the young man from the safety from uh, safety athlete out of Shreveport. Uh, also looking at Alabama heavily. Jacoby Matthews is what I want to bring up. Okay, safety out of Ponchatoula, played in the state championship game on Saturday um where is that recruitment
1: right now i'm not sure anybody knows um i you know he was supposed to take a visit official to alabama this weekend but Ponchatoula got to the state championship game lost a heartbreaker to zachary last night so he couldn't make that visit um does that mean he's not going to go to alabama no it doesn't he commits january 2nd during the under armor all america game or i should say he's scheduled to because these things change so much but that's the schedule um Look, Texas A&M felt really good about that one for about three weeks. Now they don't at all. So where does that leave this recruitment? Texas, I think, is quietly hung around the rim there. The question I have is how much Frank Wilson going to LSU with Brian Kelly impacts this in in, in the next few days. That's really going to be the telling story. When I visited Ponchatoula High this year, um, I, I was told by two people that if all things are equal, they would bet LSU is where the kid would end up. But, but they
0: lost, I will say this, yeah, uh, yeah. Frank Frank Wilson's tremendous recruiter, by the way, was a head coach at Nice, went with Brian Kelly, but they lost Corey Raymond, right. um, who is the longtime DB coach at LSU, successful DB
1: coach. Well, and there's another part to that, Bobby. Here's the thing that get, that's really interesting about his recruitment. Hank Tierney, the head coach at Ponchatoula, who's going to retire this year, Coach Terry Joseph and Mickey Joseph in high school. Mickey just left to go to Nebraska, and he was handling Matthew's recruitment for LSU. Got so it. there's another twist in this one. Yeah, and By the way, Lerner Gooden scheduled to announce at the Adidas All-America game January 9th. I think he signs early and keeps it quiet.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah, I I, I knew I was missing something on that. Um, Jerry, you, you uh, were the first to uh, uh, say that Texas would have serious interest in – uh, Ohio State portal candidate Ryan Watts, um, uh, who was from a little elm, went to Ohio State as a true freshman, played some, uh, and is now uh, put himself in the portal. Is, is Texas still involved there as far as you know?
1: Yeah, as far as I know, absolutely. I mean, you're talking about a 6'3", 200-pound kid with long arms and ball skills. He had a couple interceptions this year at Ohio State, not in a uh, maybe started a game or two, but not in an extended starting role or extended playing time role. But he's a talented kid. He was a top 200 prospect in the country. Um, And he would give Texas something they don't currently have, and that is length at the corner spot. And he fits scheme-wise with what they're doing under uh, PK. So I I think uh, that has a chance to be a really good fit if Texas follows through and pursues on that. And I think Texas is likely the favorite entering this process, See where it ends up.
0: One decommitment I kind of expect just from reading the tea leaves. I don't have any inside information because I don't talk to, to the recruits. Uh, uh, Kobe McKenzie, uh, <laughs> linebacker of Lubbock Cooper, took down all his uh, Texas commitment stuff after after taking a, a visit or a uh, unofficial visit. It sounds like to OU this weekend.
1: Yeah, you know the the, uh, the the chatter in in the coaching world was, oh, he's just gonna, he's got family in Norman, they're just gonna go out to Norman, but he's not gonna step foot on Oklahoma's campus. Yeah, right. yeah, come on. Bobby, we've been doing this a long time, okay? <laughs> that kid's not going to put step foot in Norman and, and Oklahoma's not, Brent Venables is not going to get him to campus or have a conversation with him. So, yeah, I, I think that one will be interesting to watch. Uh, he's an early enrollee, so this won't play out long. He'll sign a letter Wednesday with somebody. Uh, we'll see uh, if he remains committed until Wednesday or if Oklahoma flips him before then or if they flip him at all. But... Look, he was originally committed to Oklahoma. He does have family in Oklahoma, very close to the University of Oklahoma. So there's a lot of things working in Oklahoma's favor there.
0: All right, it it sounds to I me. Mean, so we got a bunch of stuff going on. I can't think of anything else that that Texas is really um, working on right now that I that we're aware of. No more receivers that are in this this uh, this uh, signing day or the first signing day. They they've offered Caleb Doug- Douglas, who we talked about. Yeah, um, but that he's likely to wait. Um, he's waiting for yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that we we have a I think the picture is becoming clear on offensive line. This is my summation for today with the commitment of Kelvin Banks and Cam Williams and, and the the possible moving up of the the pledge of Devin Campbell and then Malik Agbo. Offensive line is coming into crystallization, whatever you want to <laughs> call it. Right. Defensive backs. OK, that's where the, the question is over the next three days, right? All yeah. of those players, the Bryce Andersons, Kendrick Laws, Denver Harris, Jacob, Jacoby Matthews, Terrence Brooks, Larry Turner Gooden, all of that coming to a head right now. And then on top of all of that is Quinn Ewers. Yeah. That is, that's what we're dealing with right now. Oh, I forgot Zayvion Bryce. Yeah. Um, also yeah. in that DB group. Yeah. yeah. And so, um anything before we get going? And I know you're busy chasing the phones. I've seen you look down at your phone three or four times with uh, text messages coming in before you get going. Anything you want to add, uh, before we, uh, before we finish up this video?
1: No, I think a lot of, some of the questions I've been getting, you know, direct messages, whatever, uh, inboxes is where do you think the Texas class finishes in the rankings? I'm not sure that's as important anymore because a portal, but it is important for Steve Sarkeesian in this class. Um, I think it's going to finish as a top five class. Uh, I, I I don't think you can get the two or one. I just don't think that's realistic. I think that's going to be Alabama and AM. They're way ahead of everybody else. Um, Georgia doesn't have as much uh, room maybe, but they'll get some guys. I mean, they're in a the college football playoff. They're, they're signing top three class every year. I think Texas is going to factor in to that four to seven range at the end of the day. You know, if you get Devon Campbell, though, that's second five-star, right? Then it comes down to can you pull something off nobody's expecting? If they pull Jacoby Matthews off another on-three consensus five-star, well, then you're a lot for a top-five class because you're going to add other guys. So, really, I think Texas is going to end up in that four to seven range uh, in the class rankings. Um, and here's the thing with the class rankings. of Texas gets Quinn Ewers, I mean – it doesn't matter if you're four or seven. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's,
0: that's probably likely your future quarterback. I mean, that, there's no more, and you and know, I have talked about, there's no more important position on the field. All right, Jerry, I, I'll let you get back to it, dude. I pre, I appreciate it very much. I'm sure the Texas fans do as well. Uh, for Jerry Hamilton, uh, I'm Bobby Burton. Uh, please consider subscribing to inside Texas.com for the very latest up to date information on the Longhorns and recruiting. We are at it 24 24- uh, hours a day on that on that site. Also, if you like this video, please consider subscribing. In the bottom right-hand corner, there's a subscribe button uh, to our video series. Jerry, thanks a bunch, man. Have a good one.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.